Um, hey guys, today is another day to be grateful you woke up to live your life. It's Cody Selbert and this is the Build Your Alpha podcast. Every week I'll talk about a different area of personal well-being that I've found to help me begin to feel more comfortable and find more enjoyment in my own life. I hope that my experiences and tips that I've picked up along the way will help you achieve your own enjoyment and your own comfort. The idea here is to help you become the best version of yourself, and I really mean of yourself and who you want to be. Not anyone else's idea of you or their expectations, but you following your own passion and desire for what you want for yourself. Each episode will be about 15 to 20 minutes, long enough for me to explain, but hopefully short enough to keep your attention. The idea around each episode will mainly focus on three areas that I've found to be the main driving forces in my own personal development and well-being. My mental well-being, my financial well-being, and my physical well-being. For me, these were areas I wasn't necessarily acknowledging were as important as I'm really finding that they are now. Experiences that I've had in finding the importance of each as well as how they will hopefully help you take at least one thing away each week and help you look at your own life to reach the best version of who you can be. This week's episode will be based around a financial aspect of my life that I began to focus on and am really continuing to tweak as my lifestyle continues to change that I'm still going to be able to reach my financial goals. So this week is talking about the monthly income to expense ratio. Uh, Over the past year, I've really started to hyper focus on living within my means. And what that means to me is spending less each month on things that are keeping me from my savings and long term financial goals, while still being able to enjoy the little things and keep who I am as a person intact. I really am the type of person that does enjoy going out with friends for dinner, for drinks at the bar on the weekend. It's just a part of who I am. I really think I am a combination of being introverted and being extroverted, to probably many of your surprise. Uh, I do really enjoy time to myself to decompress after a long day or to focus on my own goals, but I really do find also a lot of enjoyment when I'm with friends, around my family, or have the opportunity to meet new people. And really walking the line between these two did become an issue that I struggled to find a balance with. It forced me just over a year ago now to really look at how I was living my life and the impact that that lifestyle was having on my financial goals. I'm kind of embarrassed to say that at one point, I felt like I was living paycheck to paycheck, and it was an awful feeling. As many have been saying over the years, I was living my best life. I was going out all the time, and I had zero accountability for what my spending looked like. I would constantly find myself saying I was fine because I was paying my bills on time. But then I started to think, What happens if something happens? Something that isn't a monthly bill that I still have to pay to keep myself in an okay place. Whether it's something with my car, 
whether it's losing my job or anything that went really against that norm and would put me in a position that I couldn't afford my bills for that month. That wasn't a position that I wanted to be in and I realized something had to change. So this is where I started some research and I discovered the 50-30-20 rule. And what this rule does is it breaks down into a very minimalist style monthly income into three buckets for spending purposes. 50% of your monthly income goes towards anything that you need. 30% goes into anything that you want. And 20% goes into any saving. So let me break down each of these buckets of examples of how I broke each bucket down to give you examples for yourself and show you how I started to follow these rules on a month-to-month basis and am now really starting to see the results of that effort. So each bucket, it's broken down into subcategories basically. So for me, need, what that meant was my rent, my utilities, my groceries, car insurance, gas for my car, and my internet. I feel like many of us would agree, rent, utilities, groceries, all basic necessities that we need for our lives to continue to live, have a roof over my head, and not go hungry. Now, if you live at home, maybe not all of those are something that is a need and a financial responsibility of yours, and that's great. More power to you in that choice that you made. It just allows you to have more income to use towards savings, goals, and investing in that financial future for yourself. But with that, the last three that I have in my need bucket of gas for my car, my car insurance, and my internet, those are needs that I've found are needs for me. I need gas for my car and car insurance because with my job, there are times that I need to travel during the day between different locations. So having a car is as close to a need for me as it can be. And now living and working at home, the internet has become an absolute necessity. So those are the needs. Now my wants are my gym membership, my Spotify account, weekly fun allowance, uh, my barber shop, as well as saving for some maybe more expensive gifts, tattoos, vacations, holidays, etc. Each of these are really something that has providing enjoyment for me in my own life. And some of them are a part of goals that I have for myself but they do fall under the want bucket because they aren't something that I necessarily need to live and to keep my job, and they are not a part of setting me up for the financial success that I want in my future. And then lastly is the safe. So for me, it's my student loans, a rainy day fund, and my and my emergency fund. So anything that is getting me away from debt and giving me a financial cushion. So for some, you may have credit card debt, you may have a car loan. To me, those fall under the savings bucket rather than the need bucket 
because you're improving your income to debt ratio and over time that's going to have a variety of positive financial effects. One thing I do want to mention before I start going into these numbers is that the monthly income for these examples is your take-home pay. What it says on that check or on your bank deposit when you're paid because that's the money in hand. That's the tangible amount that you have that you can use when it's there. That is where this is. Very important to note and make sure that that is the way that you're accounting for this so you aren't inflating what your monthly income is. So now that we've kind of gone into examples of each bucket and what that is for me, let's talk about how I calculated that. So for sake of round numbers, let's say I'm bringing in $2,000 every paycheck. I am paid bi-weekly. So that means I'm getting 26 paychecks every single year, which means I'm getting two every month. So that means that for how I calculate the 50, 30, 20 breakdown, I have $4,000 of monthly income. That goes to 2,000 for need, 1,200 for want, and 800 for save. Now, to make sure that I am putting myself in a position in the future to be financially independent, I start with save. Then I go with need, and then whatever's left is in the want bucket. That's so that I'm making sure that I'm covering all of my savings goals, then I'm making sure that my bills are getting paid, and then the fun comes in. That's that reverse engineering that I mentioned last week that's really helped me get on the right path and stay on it as I'm moving through this because it hasn't allowed me to shorten or uh, short any of my savings goals. Since I allow for those first, the fun money comes after. There's no way around it. That's how I break it down immediately every time I'm paid. So real quick before I go into everything even more in the example, let me explain what financial reverse engineering means to me. For me, it means instead of saying I can't afford this, it changes to how can I afford this. It's flipping the script from making something unattainable to making it attainable by putting yourself in a place to afford that. Now, prime example for me recently was I was looking into buying a house. And at the time, I was constantly saying, I can't afford that house or not that house. It's too expensive. Then I started to think I might not be able to afford it yet, but how can I sooner than I think? Reversing that question from what can I do to afford it to what can I do right now to afford it? That was really what allowed me to start opening opportunities and thoughts of different paths to get there. So I started to think about how I could lower my monthly expenses, how I could buy a different cheaper house, live with roommates. So my monthly expenses would be going down. 
or taking on a second job, saving that money. So then there's additional monthly income coming in. The possibilities became endless. And it was all really because I started to financially reverse engineer and eliminating the I can't with not yet, but how can I? And I really feel like changing that question will open up those opportunities for so many to be able to reach for more and put ourselves in a better financial situation. So let's take a personal example for me that was an eye-opening experience and really helped me become a better individual with my finances because it was a gut punch for me. I am the kind of person, as I mentioned, that enjoys going out with friends. And when I first moved into this city, I lived alone. There was temptation everywhere. Bars were easily accessible. I didn't have to cook because I could just walk outside to go get takeout. Those things were so convenient that it was hard for me to say no because I did find them very enjoyable. However, when I was doing this, I put myself in that bad financial situation and I had to take a step back to take a look at what I was spending. And I really found that I was spending on average about 75 to $100 per bar per night. And at the time, I was going out one to two times per week, which means I was spending up to $200 a weekend. And that's only if we went to one bar. That doesn't include anything before going to the bars or dinner. That doesn't include anything afterwards when we're going to hang out at somebody's house or whatever it may be. And it was just because it was something that I enjoyed doing. It allowed me to spend more time with friends, hang out with them, and what I thought be a better friend. And with all of that and being the better friend, I liked being able to buy them a drink or buy a different appetizer that we could try when we were at dinner. And really all that meant was I was spending around $800 a month that I didn't need to. And at the time, it put me in a place that I was stressed more times than I want to count. And really it was wondering at times, was I going to get through to my next paycheck so I wouldn't be put in a position that I would have to reach out to someone, parents, or a friend to be able to help me out? Because I am someone who takes a lot of pride in being able to stand on my own two feet and be independent. So that was that gut punch feeling. It was the worst feeling in the world, pit in the deepest part of my stomach. And it sucked. And honestly, thank God that I was lucky as hell and I didn't have to do that at any point during this time in my life. And saying lucky as hell is, I really think now looking back on it, putting it lightly. And really once I realized all of these things, this was where taking the step back, realizing what I was spending and what I was doing was really doing to my potential future and what I wanted to do long term. And it made me stop to think, did I really need to spend all of that money every single night? Did I have to go out with friends every time that they asked me to? 
and why couldn't I just balance both? So I did start by balancing both and being better at watching my spending when I was going out instead of buying three rounds every every night I I wasn't and don't get me wrong I do still like to buy a round for my friends every once in a while but I'm not doing it anywhere near as often and what I found nobody noticed nobody even cared because we were all together we were having a good time and that one drink didn't matter so that then allowed me to start to have a little bit of extra cash moving into that next paycheck what i did started putting that towards my savings and it started to really come to fruition and i'm seeing the results of it it wasn't instantaneous it seems like a small amount but as I was getting better, the results were coming in, and it started to snowball, and I think that that's something that can help anybody, starting small, making those minor changes. So here's the one question I want to leave you with. Are you setting yourself up for future financial success? And if not, why? Are you doing research into different savings plans? Are you looking into different investment opportunities or are you like how I was only planning two weeks at a time and not planning for the future? And I know that that's a potentially very harsh thing to say in reality, but that was that wake up moment for me. That was where the lights turned on, the switch went off and that eureka moment happened. I was no longer planning two weeks at a time I was putting myself in a situation now where I have the flexibility to do things last minute that I couldn't before to have the opportunity to invest when I think the time is right and just the opportunity to be a better happier version of who I am so that's it for today's episode. Uh, I really hope that you guys got something from this financial rule that I have implemented into my life and I feel has had a very positive impact for me. I do understand that the 50-30-20 rule may not be for everyone, but I hope that it at least gets you to think and plan to achieve those financial goals that you may have set for yourself. I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts, getting your feelings and opinions on this episode. Please leave a comment. Follow us on our social media at Build Your Alpha. We are on Instagram. And I hope that you guys uh, tune in next week. But until then, take every day as a blessing because the next isn't guaranteed. So take that chance. Be authentic and always know that you're the only you.